It's Shade at Black Girls Texting. I know y'all see my text. You better answer me back. I'm Chels Pinky, also known as the washing machine queen. I'm classically trained. Me, 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 me. It's Glenn at Bedside Brat. Wow, you did us. Goodbye. Welcome, welcome to Black Girls Texting. I'm Chels Pinky. <laughs> I'm Glenn at Bedside Brat. Come on, sing. Wow. <laughs> Do it right, again with the to get your register. <clears throat> <laughs> Come on, let loose. It's a Sunday. (laughs) Can you introduce yourself? God Lord. I already did, nigga. I'm Glenn, yo. Oh my God. I can't. Go ahead. Shelly, how about you sing? I ain't singing shit. I'm Shelly at my girl sexing. Wow. Literally, the listeners asked us to sing. Who has? Listeners have been saying you guys don't sing anymore. They have. They have. That is true. I, so, our listeners, just so you know, I guess I'm the only one who cares what you all want. <laughs> I'm sure they want to hear us sing a tune. Not like, some do they want to hear that? Nonsense that you <laughs> created. They didn't specify. They said they want to hear us sing, so that's what I did. <laughs> oh, Yo. Anyway, though, um, you know what we haven't done in a while? Or maybe I just don't remember because I have the memory of a goldfish. Um, what? How's your weekend? Um, Yeah. You're right. We haven't done that. We haven't. So the current weekend that we're having right now is the question. Current weekend or like V-Day weekend? Your current weekend. Well, we're going to get into V-Day weekend, but you're like right now, it's Sunday. How's your weekend? Um, I'll go first. I had a pretty great weekend. Um, I went to brunch to one of my favorite Brooklyn spots in Glen Hill, SoCo. Uh... You might know it from The Real Housewives of Atlanta. It's owned by Kenya Daly's now ex-husband. Are they divorced? Yeah, aren't they? Uh, I don't know about that. Maybe. They they should probably be. will. It okay, seems let me like that's business. where they were on the road to. Yeah. Uh, it seems very unhealthy, but the food is delicious. And um, I got to catch up with some of my ladies and like have some girl talk because I feel like I've been so like career thinking and minded I really haven't done that besides the podcast um yeah and then I watched the fight and literally this is the worst black history month ever (laughs) I feel like in a boxing match the black guy is always supposed to win and he lost who was fighting? The Don Dahmer? The Bron Dahmer? What? What's the boy name? Bron Bomber? Um, Deontay Wilder. Oh, I think that's it. Who? <laughs> that's his Instagram, I swear. No, he has like a nickname. It's like the Bron something. The Bron Bomber. But um, he's the guy that was like, to this day. Oh, that's to this day. Doesn't he yes. date that guy, that girl from Platinum or like Baller Wives or Wags or something? I don't know, but he's actually like very like socially conscious. And I like him, and he lost, like, real bad. All I know is that you posted that disgusting photograph that oh, because Charlamagne posted. 
Tyson Fury is a fucking creep. Like, I also love him too. Not love, that's a strong word, but I like his personality. He's very playful. But um, he, uh, Deontay Wilder was like bleeding from his ear, which they say is like a really bad sign in boxing. <gasps> like, that means you should probably stop soon that. or else you're really going to hurt yourself. Yeah. And um, De- uh, Tyson Fury was like licking the blood out of Deontay's ear. Was he actually doing that or did they just catch a weird photo? No, he was flicking his tongue. That's like something he does. And I don't want to like make fun of it because I don't know if it's cultural. I know he's a, he calls himself the Gypsy King. Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, why are you laughing? I don't know. No, I don't, I'm, like, I don't know. I'm laughing at I don't want to make fun of it. Maybe it's cultural. <laughs> it, could, it could be. Well, because Shakira did a tongue flick thing and people were like roasting, like making Girl. jokes about it. And apparently it's like very significant to the... Um, to her culture. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, you didn't so, know that girl? Yeah. I I'd never heard that that was, uh, I don't, that. it's oh, like yeah. an Arab thing, I yeah. believe. Um, oh, right. I forget she's Arab. I'm like, I, I was not aware that that's a part of Colombian culture. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, but anyways, so yeah, he was licking, like licking his blood. It was so weird. And then Chelsea posted on her sh- close friends, some meme that Charlemagne posted saying, if um, a period don't stop nothing but a sentence was, was a, a photograph or something. <laughs> It'd be Tyson Fury licking Disgusting. a bloody ear of a, another grown man. <laughs> oh my God. Um. All right. Uh, Glenn, how was your weekend? I'm so disturbed by this blood talk. <laughs> <laughs> blood um, talk. Blood talk. It ain't nothing but that blood talk. And that's all. <laughs> or crip walk. <laughs> I was... Um, thinking about lamb talk but uh, <laughs> um honestly i was supposed to really be working all weekend and i'm kind of tight because i just have not and it's fine like i did cute shit like friday i went to a art opening that some of our friends curated it was fucking amazing these these like i don't know it was just dope as hell three young black people interested in the arts literally starting their own sotheby's it's called Muse, um, and they like rented out a, a gallery in Soho. It was just fly as hell. We were listening to Mad Pop Smoke in the gallery. R.I.P. Pop Smoke, by the way. That shit was crazy. Um, and then I went to um, Miss Lily's and had dinner with. I was with like some Haitian friends, some Nigerian people, and we were talking about like diasporic relations and shit like that. It was interesting. Um, yesterday I went to go see my friend do stand up, but I fucking missed his performance. I was late and I'm just starting to realize that I Always actually late. really have a problem with the late lateness. Yes. Oh my God. It's you like really a really do. big issue. <laughs> um, we'll get into this, but like we were in LA recently and I missed my fucking flight fucking around. And like, it wasn't I don't even know like an early morning flight. It no. was like a daytime flight that like you shouldn't miss. I always find something to to do to like just poor time management late. girl we can break it down we no can get into no sis it. i remember also when like i was a cultural thing honestly because i remember when i was growing up and i would and i have an aunt that's like two <laughs> wait 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 sorry this just reminded me of this recent episode of um uh real house of atlanta oh and my gosh mimi was like three hours late to her brunch that's wild <laughs> and those shady ass captions at the editing team was putting underneath of it like with the time marks yes (laughs) 
two and a half hours to her own late to her own brunch. Yes, and then it's like Nini's like talking to Portia like you came late, and then it shows like Nini arriving twenty five minutes after Portia. Right. Anyway, I had an aunt that used to come to family things literally three hours late, and I would just be like, "How are you always so damn late?" And I would go with her to go to these events sometimes, and I would just watch the way she filled her time with unnecessary things. Like going to the store to get this or that, just like unnecessary shit. And I've, um, I, I, I have that pattern. I'm, I like do things that don't need to be done in that moment and just be right. late as hell. But anyway, I was wait. Late. Can I say something fast? Mm-hmm. So at brunch, one of my friends was thirty minutes late yesterday, and the old me would have had a stank attitude the whole brunch. Really? Yeah, cause cause I was kind of taught. That, like, extreme lateness is, like, a sign of disrespect. Mm. Like, you don't value that person's time. You don't really consider them. Like, to show up that late, I'm, like, I can't even fathom without, like, being, like, hey, oh, my God, I'm running late. I'll be expected to come at X time, you know? Oh, yeah. I mean, I always send a text. But, so I was just, like, you know, let me just, some people just have issues with time management. Or the Does train the person advise that they're running late? Well, so you know when the person's like, almost there, 10 minutes, but it's really 30 minutes? Mm. Oh, yeah. It was one of those. I'd be okay. doing that. Okay. She was very apologetic, and I think that helped me in my reaction. Um, yeah. That's so interesting. I would never feel a way about that at brunch. Mm, yeah, no, I wouldn't feel Well, you can't sit brunch. until the whole table's there. Oh, oh y'all okay, couldn't no, sit. I'd be tight, I'd be tight, I'd be tight, I'd be tight. I think, yeah, it depends. Like, I feel like for things that you need to be punctual for, like, work-related or business-related or just, like, more important things, but you see, need to be on time. Whereas, see, like, that's, like, are your friends not important? Like, their time? It depends. Because like, if I knew it was going to be, like, an hour later than we had plan then i could have done an hour's work of something else see i just assume everybody's gonna be late so do i oh yeah i'm not used to that so i'm like ain't nobody gonna be there no way but i guess it would so just be do like I. A, I would advise i would advise like i i aim to be on time but it's just like if it's a party but a, a reservation you just expect okay no 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 no, no, no. A yeah a reservation you need to be on time a reservation needs to be on time i'm thinking this is just yeah, like, I'm like we that's just meeting up we're linking up we go into like spot. fall through for some mimosas sis. right 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 <clears> but okay reservations no through. you should be on time for a reservation yeah i think so glenn oh you should learn I know, I know. I'm making it. I'm like, shit, maybe this is the goal for the rest of the year. Like, just fucking be on time. And it is partially, I'm like, it'll be fine. I won't miss anything. What? What's the big deal? And then I, like, miss a flight, miss my whole friend's <laughs> fucking performance. And Yeah, that's a big trash. one. Yeah. Or, like, yeah, it's just, yeah. it's just, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. that difficult. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, had some dinner with a friend last night. And yeah, it's been a cute little weekend. But now I have to like make up for it and do hella work for the rest of the day. Okay, Grandma Glenn hitting the streets. No, honestly, I <laughs> right. can't do that. Like that's because I did all that shit. Now I'm fucking stressed because I have like two deadlines and hella emails to send. Like my weekends need to be reserved for work. Literally, that's my life. Or you can just, like, plan out your time better. Not really. Yeah, there are many people who have a lot more work and still are social. 
<laughs> well, I can't do it. You should just, like, make a chart, like, make a schedule for yourself. I do, sis. (laughs) I really do. But do you actually follow it? Yes. And I teach children during the week, so I'd be mad fucking tired and still stay at work till, like, 7 in the night trying to do my side work. Mm -hmm. my, My priorities are to do my work. Yeah, you be doing, like, your real job. I don't. Can't really. Like, mm. I mean, many people do their real job. It's just good for them. I think you got to go back to that Zoila episode because she like had like a breakdown of a. It was like a calendar thing she made. Yeah, I mean, I, think I do that. Helpful. But fair enough. Anyway, <laughs> my weekend was cute as fuck. Um, Friday was supposed to go on a date with this guy. And I really just wanted to go on a date with him because I liked his name. I met this is a <laughs> Tinder guy. I liked his name because um, his name is like a deity in my religion. And I was like fascinated by that. What's but his he's name? actually Turkish, Ogun. Mm. So I was like, hmm, I'm intrigued. And then, um, you know, we just had like interesting banter when talking. And he was very like, when am I seeing you? So I was like, okay, niggas is direct. All right. Love that. And then I wanted to get on his motorcycle, which I Ooh. thought would be fun. But then the day came and I was like, I don't I don't want to have I don't want to talk to this person. Like I, I like I wanted to go out. I wanted to be like on the motorcycle and be active and have drinks. But I didn't want to have like a conversation like tell me about yourself and <laughs> blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I just like had no desire to do that at all hmm. so then i just canceled so yeah <laughs> that's interesting yeah i mean we might have to get into why she has no desire to do that yeah hmm. let's because like what do you mean you don't like want to talk to anyone right you don't now meet you meet new people wanna... you don't not even just for fun not even just for practice <laughs> for the habit rolling me hello mm. um well yeah we can get into that later but no like literally i just I just didn't have it in me to like converse. Like, I don't know if that like that's, and that's rare. That's a rarity for me. So I knew that like, I just wasn't yeah, I'm like, shit. you love to talk. Right. Exactly. But I just like, didn't want to, like if we were going to hang out, I would have just been like, let's just get on this bike and like, not talk. <laughs> let's go have drinks and not talk. <laughs> and it wasn't him. You didn't want to talk to anyone. I didn't want to talk to anyone. I just was like not in the mood. Unless I oh, like knew you and it great. was going to be like a, it didn't require, I felt like it was going to require too much energy. Small energy. Talk. Yes, yes. That's a forever mood. Yeah. Over so, I, and which I usually can't relate. So that didn't happen. And then my friend throws this like karaoke party at her place. Um, oh, I saw that. That looked fun. It's so fun. We all bring wine and she like, does the sangria that is like deadly deadly so, oh, that's so cute i didn't know that was like a thing y'all do that's mad cute. yeah so that was really <clears> fun <throat> um i got to see people from my old job at macy's who i haven't seen in a while and kind of like um so macy's is closing their san francisco office so some of them are moving to new york and some of them are just like on the job hunt so you know we was talking oh all my god shit. that's crazy i know it's really wild we were just talking a lot of shit and just catching up and having a nice little kiki I was going to go out. 
And I went to In and Out and I went to bed. Bitch, I was gonna say we saw that timestamp. It was around nine. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Nine something, and I was like, Grandma Sha. This is lovely, Grandma Sha. <laughs> I yeah, I'm like getting way more not boring, but like I love a day party, honey, or like something right. during the you day. Can be home I, early. Yep, and then it's over. I don't gotta do much else because I like to wake up. Number one, I can't sleep in. It's like physically impossible. Um, but I like to wake up like and be like right now it's 9:55. We done had a whole other conversation. I'm gonna work out. I'm gonna study, and I'm not like wasting my day just like mm-hmm. laying around. So yes, sis. Um, and then I'll see you hoes next week. So you know, mm-hmm. gotta have my energia. Energia. Yep. Well, I actually just saw you last weekend. We were in LA over the Valentine's Day weekend um, and just kind of wanted to catch up on how all of our Valentine's experiences were because mine was really fucking interesting as hell. Um, <laughs> Listen, girl, this is your episode. We'll just yeah, I'm like, this how was Glenn's it? episode. <laughs> uh, well, real quick, we should shout out um, Zoila, who we did our day of rest um, episode with. She has this agency called Word and we've just loved like meeting her and we've been vibing with her over the past few months. So we decided to do a collaboration on an event called sisterhood supper. So we took, we, each of us like gathered people from our respective communities, brought all these women together. We went to the LA Philharmonic, um, which was just mad cute to just be in the Philharmonic, a group of black women all dressed up real cute, drinking wine in the garden, sitting up and like watching a whole orchestra play um we saw this crazy ass show um that i'm trying to remember the name of pulling it up but it was about um like it was like called the seven deadly sins i'm pretty sure and it was this story of these these like german people making their way through hollywood and this one girl at a certain point got strung out she started it was like Wait, it was was it like a play? She was in a trap. She was dead ass in the trap. It was a um like a opera, I guess you could say. They were singing, you know. But they were there was all this like theatrics and stuff. Um It was more on the and musical theater. Was, yeah, this chick was trying to like make it in Hollywood and we're not sure if she had like if it was her sister or her everybody had a different interpretation, but there were like two red-headed women on the stage. Either one was her sister twin sister or one was her like conscience and basically the sister slash conscience was pimping out this main woman and she was like servicing all these men so she could make it in Hollywood and I was just sitting there like yo LA is really crazy Hollywood is really fucking crazy this shit is real as hell mad wild demonry and devilment in that city and you'll come to to see why yeah Um, that's what my friend that lived there that's what he my ex-boyfriend that used to live there, he would say that. Yeah, it was seem. It seemed like it was just all about like the lengths people will go to to make it, and just how it just will deplete you. You know how many a- actors go there like with hopes and dreams of being on Hollywood, and then become porn stars. Oh, oh yeah, I'm sure of it. Yeah, they go on a they you know go on an audition, <laughs> and <laughs> become something else. That's so scary. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's actually a pretty, yeah, it's like a thing. You go there chasing your dreams and become a porn star. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. that's not funny. Well, after the lovely show at the LA Philharmonic, shout out to the LA Philharmonic. Um, and aside, we definitely want to do some more things with them. Um, so stay tuned for that for our yes. LA listeners. Um, but then we had an amazing meal at the Abernathy's. Um, which we tagged in our um, stories, but if you guys want to check it out again, we can definitely share. Um, they had a really lovely like Valentine's Day type dinner for us. Um, it wasn't like themed, but some of the cocktails were themed, which was really cute. Like oh, there was yeah. this one drink everyone was getting called the Love Potion, which was delicious. Um, the cool thing about Abernathy's too is that they have like road. It's a revolving chef residency there every three months, and it's all chefs from L.A. So we had food from this chef named Jason Fully Love, um, and it was all, like, Southern Caribbean. It's all influenced by his travels. It says to Southern Africa, the Caribbean, and wow. New York, and bringing that all back together in a Californian way. So I had Listen. some, like, crawfish mac and cheese that was mm-hmm. fire. Um, I mean, we ordered so much stuff. It was kind I'm of really tight. I didn't try the mac and cheese. I, mac I basically so filled myself up on cornbread. I just ate the whole fucking thing. Like I kept being like, "Does anybody want?" No, there was y'all like good. Cheese okay, in that cornbread. It was crazy. It was fire. I'll just keep eating it. So yeah, definitely check them out. It was a cute little like date night. Basically, we went on a date. We went on, like a ten person date, and it was very cute. It was a ten person date, and it was dope too because we did Valentine's like. Um, mm-hmm. I hate that word though. I know she can't stand it. Just, you hear everything, Scrooge. <laughs> Galentine's are just like whatever. That's just in IMO, IMO. If you love it, if you like it, I love it. Um <laughs> Oh my god. But um We have like a guided this dialogue at the table. Exactly. To yes, kind of bring in like the stuff that we do on BGT. And actually we should answer some of these on here now. So the first thing that we asked the ladies were was what's the first word that comes to your mind when you hear Valentine's Day? You guys go first because I asked the fucking question. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for Chelsea to go because y'all know how I feel, but I can say it Were again. You're gonna say the devil. <laughs> Commerce. Oh, the devil. <laughs> oh, you don't believe in the devil, do you? Like you're gonna say like the white man. <laughs> that part. We'll take. We'll take a phrase. Doesn't have to just be a word. We'll take it. Um, love. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Sure. I think of um, you know, just the 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 capitalistic system just pro- <laughs> profiteering on every fucking emotion that we have, and then making people think that they have to buy gifts and flex on the gram. But you but, can celebrate Valentine's Day for free. But but but. Something that I think I did say that day was that I'm not crazy about it, but I do. I was living for the black love I was seeing yeah. on oh. my timeline. I was here for that. And I was just here for people being like really like romantic. And I think that that's beautiful. So I won't be like a complete Scrooge about it. Um, even though I do have some of those sentiments, I think it's dope. It was dope to see just people showing out. And like we saw cute ass shit. Like me and Glenn were walking around and these two older women like oh God, that was so funny. were giving each other like chocolates and it was just hella cute mad cute that was so that was such a moment um yeah i'm gonna say the word necessary and not in the way that it's like yeah like we 
necessary to spend bread and like feed into some capitalistic shit but like in the in the the grander idea of like what it means to take time to love some to like show love to someone whether that be a friend a romantic partner family members whatever i don't know it's just really it's sweet it's a sweet reminder to, to do that some people don't do it every day mm-hmm. yeah sure every day should be valentine's day but we get caught up in the fucking you know grind yeah. yeah in life so it's a, a nice few- reminder to be like oh wait shit have I told someone I love them recently? Mm-hmm. Have I done something thoughtful for them? And yeah, ne- I think it felt necessary for me this year to see all these people showing love to one another because shit has been dark recently. You Very know? dark. Yeah. Shit has been and so negative. Yeah. And I feel like, yeah, that idea of showing love, it doesn't always have to be romantic. Like I had a few friends text me mm-hmm. Happy Valentine's Day, like, I love you. Yeah. And same. like that was that so was sweet cute. to me. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Mad cute. Yeah, I love it. Um, I believe the next question was, what is something that you're passionate about? Oh, yeah, yes. it was. What is something you're passionate about? Um, So, you know, we were all sitting at like a family style table for this dinner and we mixed ourselves up. So I was sitting across from two women that I just met that night and we all said that we were passionate about storytelling. In, you know, in, in many forms, but yeah, mm. storytelling. What would you say, Chelsea? Um, I would say in addition to like talking and like not debate, but like, you know, bouncing ideas, mm-hmm. um, probably family. Oh, love that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Did family is super important. I yeah. feel like it like. Or not important. I'm passionate about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like passionate about, like everything. Like yeah. Doing something like and remembering all the mm-hmm. people before me and like having that in mind always. And then also like thinking and I guess fantasizing about my own family and like what that will be like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's passion, but kind of. Yeah, I mean, I think it's like the the passion is part is like the action too, right? Like, what do you do? Like, yeah. you care about it, and then the passion is like taking the action to like show that you care. Maybe right. I don't know. So like, yeah, are you passionately trying to like make sure that everybody comes together regularly or whatever? Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, that's V sweet. Um, was another question. Let me see. What did else to be asked? We also, the one that was really interesting was, um, okay, you can choose to answer either one of these because I think they're kind of related. So you could share a recent challenge or roadblock that you're you're going through right Mm -hmm. now and how you're processing it or if you've overcome it, how you processed it. Um, Or have you ever experienced heartbreak in any sense from a friend, loss of opportunity, lover, yeah. <laughs> Damn, these are good questions. Right? Um Yeah, for I mean, I could answer both. Okay. Answer both. <laughs> Wait, why'd you make the why'd you make them pick one? Um, well they by the time we talked about the roadblocks, people were like, Lord, heartbreak. 
y'all trying to kick me down. Like, right. Bringing that whole heavy. energy down. Yeah. Um, okay, so I'll talk about a roadblock, I guess. Um, like, I think when you switch careers, that could can feel like a roadblock because it's mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, I have to start from zero again. But then it's really just like what how I've been dealing with it and dealt with it is like really sitting down and thinking about all of the transferable skills and like learning how to express that mm. in like mm-hmm. a very clear, confident way. Um, yeah, I think that's a huge road roadblock and like how I've dealt with it. You're, you're pushing through that block, girl. Mm-hmm. You're definitely thriving and striving. Um, oh, thank you, dear. Mm-hmm. Um, damn. What about you? I don't even know what I would say was a recent roadblock. Shit. Or you could do the heartbreak one. Yeah. Um, that's so interesting, though, that I can't think of a roadblock. Like, I know it is kind of interesting. Right? I mean, that's good. That means you've had like, a the, smooth the fucking path is clear. Smooth path, yeah. Path is clear. I mean, there might be bumps, but nothing has ever been like, "Fuck, this is not happening." What am I? Oh, you know what? This is not really a roadblock. But so I went to LA also to do this food story um, about this restaurant, actually, that we went to the last time we were in LA all together, Hatchet Hall, and they do this like dinner series inspired by the the menus of. Um, the enslaved chefs of Jefferson and Washington, mm-hmm. who essentially like helped create American cuisine, um, or essentially created it. Um, and I had this whole publication signed on for it. My flight was booked. All my travel was uh, set up. The restaurant was expecting me, and then the publication pulled it at the last minute, and I got so fucking stressed. Mm. I was like, everybody's relying on me to do this thing. How the fuck am I going to make this happen? And then I had to just get scrappy as hell. And I started pitching to everybody. And then yes. I, I got it in a really good publication. It's going to come out in Eater probably this week. Um, so, yeah, look out for that. But that felt like a roadblock for sure. I was like, fuck, like this was so smooth. Everything is falling into place. Um, but, yeah. Shade, have you ever had a roadblock? And how did you deal with it? I mean, Yeah. I'd say every day, <laughs> but um, well, do, what do, are you sucking on? Do we want this to be? I'm not sucking on anything. <laughs> you oh. sound like you were. You're like roadblock. No, I shirt was swallowing, but I thought I had already swallowed. Okay, my bad. Okay, back <laughs> to your roadblock. Ah, pause. Um, anyways. Uh, is this like, do we want love or career? So remember we had roadblock or heartbreak. So yeah. To you. We or both we did both. career roadblock. Yeah, so. career roadblock. Fine. Okay. I'll do, I'll do love. Ooh. Um, I'd say a roadblock for me is that I, basically what I told y'all before, like I, um, I'm like done. I'm done in the. I'm done in the streets. I'm really. I really am. I'm trying to get out. I really don't want to be there anymore. It's the ghetto. Um, and Glenn and I are obsessed with this TikTok video. 
where the kid's like, I'm in the ghetto. Ra-ta-ta-ta. Ra-ta-ta-ta. The listeners are going to be like, y'all are mad old and mad late. I know. But Probably mad late, but I, but I love it. So now everything is in the ghetto. Ra-ta-ta-ta. But I don't think. The dating I don't, world is I don't want to hear white people say that. I'm just going to put that out there. <laughs> yeah, let's not get comfortable with just using that word ghetto all willy-nilly now. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> Um, was it a white person in the video? No. No, he looks like he's like Habisha. Habisha. Yeah. <laughs> he's mad cute, this little boy, and he's like, Ratatata. Anyways, so if you hear either of us say that a quadrillion times, you already know, you know the fucking vibes. Um, but for me, I think it's that, yeah, I don't want to be in the streets. I'm like on some real shit. Like, I'm like, somebody make me your wife and impregnate me because I'm just, I'm just ready. Um, not really. Don't impregnate me. Um, but like, I'd be like, yeah, damn, I'm like ready to like really settle it down. Some jagged edge shit. Mm. Um, but a roadblock is obviously that I don't want to talk to nobody. (laughs) (laughs) So that's kind of hard. And like, when I meet people, I'm immediately like, "Mm, no, I don't see it for you. Mm. Next. That's okay. As long as you're still going out and meeting people. I think that's mm-hmm. great. Yeah, yeah. I just say it's a roadblock. Well, it's also complicated. I have, like, complicated relations with someone in my life that I'm not really going to get into because I feel like he'll be irritated if I talk mm-hmm. about it. Um, Chelsea's so done with us when we... I'll never forget that she said, y'all just going to go back to your exes like you're putting on dirty panties. <laughs> what? She said that? Yes. Yeah. Well, she said that to me specifically like you're putting on dirty panties but it applies to both of you <laughs> oh my gosh no I'll never forget oh get God. a fresh pair sis i i have i'm this is a fresh pair from the same line girl what oh wait what what are you talking about because that thing is the same dirty panty you're putting on <laughs> <laughs> no this is the this is the new line they just came out with a new line Oh, 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 he's upgraded it. himself a bit. Okay. It's a new <laughs> yeah. collection. It's a new collection. Like, it's okay. more breathable material. Exactly. It's it's ex- it's an exclusive. It's oh, breathable. Dumb, it has a lot of enhancements. <laughs> okay. They went back, they improved the fabrication. Oh, you we're know. giving him all that. Okay. Yeah, if you're saying that, that's a pretty good thing. Yeah, yeah. So that's also a factor, but like no, that's a consideration, not a factor. Mm. That's what I tell myself. Because, um, you know, we try not to give these niggas too much credit. But, yeah, that's a roadblock, I'd say, romantically. But it is what it is. I'm still out here. I'm still thriving. So if y'all niggas want to slide in my DMs, feel free. <laughs> but you just have to come correct. Because we're not trying mm. to be in the ghetto. Mm-hmm. We are surely not, and bitch. Because I done got the fuck up out. Should we do a heartbreak? <laughs> um, yeah, we can do a heartbreak. Glenn? Um, Save the best for last. For last? No, I'm saying, like, you have a, you have a story. Oh, but yeah. I wouldn't even say that's a heartbreak at all. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> all right, go ahead, go ahead. Talk about <laughs> shit. I said Talk I got about the ghetto. What? Yes, I love that this. That shit is hilarious. Please don't switch up next week. I know. Um, <laughs> I know. <laughs> literally, I've been cackling and telling everybody the fucking story and just airing this whole nigga's life out and embarrassing him. Um, <laughs> so, let's air his ass out on the show. 
Um, if you listen to the last episode um, of our live show with Love Watts, you might have noticed that I said I have a man-child ex-boyfriend. Um, and long-time listeners will know of this person whose name was L.A. But they also will know that I have actually kind of been in the streets. So he was also kind of a consideration, not a factor, I guess. But, you know, he just came to see visit me in New York a couple weeks ago, we were kind of just kind of seeing how things could go after a lot of back and forth over the years. Um, so, you know, I'm going out to L.A. for work and it happens to be Valentine's Day weekend. So I'm like, oh, my God. And, and he's like super hyped that I'm going to be there for Valentine's Day weekend. He wants to celebrate with me. He was supposed to be going out of town. He was like, I'm going to fly back so that we can be together for Valentine's Day. I want to take you on a picnic, blah, 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 blah. So then before I go to L.A., there's this new store that just opened up by my house called Black Market Vintage. Mad cute. They sell all this, like, vintage black memorabilia, like, vintage shirts from the, like, Million Man March and, like, mad old patches from, like, mad Howard. Cool. St- like, yeah, like, so much dope shit cassettes from, like, way back when. <laughs> um, so, you know, this young man, he has, um, he's a photographer, and he had, oh, I'm really going to really be talking about him. I don't care. Um, he has a postcard company that he, like, does his, that he, like, puts his photographs on and what have you. Um, so I, and you know what? We're going to say that I was told that it was inspired by a gift that I had once given him that made him want to do this brand. So I'm in this vintage store, and I buy him a vintage postcard, Um and like some vintage photographs. And I'm like, this is such a cute ass gift. I'm so fucking thoughtful. This is so special. I can't wait to give it to him. I even sent it to the group chat, like mad proud, mad excited. I give him the gifts when I get to LA and he's acting like, he's like, oh my God, this is so sweet. Blah, 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 Boom. The next day is Valentine's Day and I don't see him at all. There's a whole bunch of back and forth. We had our, our event with Word Agency. So then the following day, we plan to meet up at a party, and I get to this party, and we're, we, like, greet each other, it's cute, it's fine, and then, like, five minutes in, and I'm, like, five tequilas in, he's like, yo, so let's talk about that gift. I mean, it was really subpar. Like, you really need to step it up. What? Lackluster, honey. Yeah, lackluster. That's, like, literally so romantic, so thoughtful, so, like, 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 Thoughtful. Not, like I'm thinking not the cliche. Like. Yes. Oh, it was what? crazy. One of the pictures was of a, a black couple on a beach, like looking at each other, like mad lovingly. And the other one was of a mom and her son. And he takes like mad pictures of like kids. Kind of, honestly, like he has mad, like mad cousins, mad, like little kids in his life. And he like likes exploring those, like those dynamics between mother and son because he has, you know, he and his mom have an interesting relationship. They're very close, whatever. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I thought it was thoughtful. He was like, baby, you didn't even sign them. You didn't even sign the back of the photographs. Like, for real? I was like, damn. I mean, they're what? vintage. I didn't know if I even wanted to fucking write on them. Right. Um, so now in this moment, we're at a, at a party. And I'm mad. Like, I honestly started crying because, one, drunk, two, hurt. Three, embarrassed. Like, I thought I was getting something really nice for you. And you're just basically telling me, like, it ain't shit. 
And like, furthermore, when do you ever tell somebody that? Right, like a gift is a gift. Like that's fucking ridiculous. And you said Um, he tried to word it like you may, like you know, like he wasn't. He was trying to make it seem like like it was. He made it it seem like it was totally regular for him to say that to me. Right. He was like, I mean, come on, you know, like you could have did better, right? And what did he give you? Watch, let's get there. So then, I mean, he and and first, I think before he even talked about the gift, he was like, I feel good with you right now, but I want to feel amazing. And I was like, yeah, same. Like, I don't think we're, like, in a great place. We just kind of are getting to a place. So right. So we can always do better. And he was like, yeah, you know, because, like, that gift, it was a little lackluster. Like, come on. You know, you could have, like, leveled it up a bit. And I was like, what the fuck? And then I say, like, there, I saw other things in there that I wanted to get you, but they were, like, expensive. And he was like, I mean, you obviously didn't spend, like, a lot of time looking for the, the things that you got me. And I was like, No, actually, like, I sorted through, like, bins of photographs and cards to find that. Spent time. He was like, oh, damn, well, I don't know. And then, again, on the, like, I didn't buy him something more expensive, he goes, like, come on now. We all know you got money. What? What? You're losing it. You've lost your fucking mind. You've lost your mind. Um, And when he came to New York, he gave me some gifts or whatever, one of which is, like, this little beaded bag. And I'm like, nigga, what did you get me? He's like, that fucking $200 bag in your hands? And I'm like, sir, this um, this bag you didn't get me for fucking New, Year- uh, New Year's, Lord, Valentine's Day? Like, what are you talking about? I told my dad this story, and I was talking to some- somebody about oh this God, recently, too. Oh, my God, you told too. your dad? Yes. Um, like, as soon as you tell your parents it's a wrap, like, right. those, those people no can never back. come back. Like, yeah. You're never coming back. My dad was like, oh, 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 really? That's what we're doing? Yeah, oh, no. He's done. He's done. Mm-mm. No. Damn. He came and out your pockets. Yeah, we came up. We had a whole combo, and then me and my dad talked about this. We talked about a bunch of other shit, and then we got off the phone. He's like, I know one thing. I don't ever want to hear that person's name again. So there's that. And, and I, like, whoop. Wait, what was his reaction, though, to that, to the whole story? He was like, oh, he's ridiculous. He just like, oh, no, he's done. He's done. And he was like, what you should have did is gone to the bodega, got a plastic bag, took all your stuff out of that purse, put it in the plastic bag, and passed that purse back. Say, I don't need that purse. I was like, Dad, first of all, there's no bodega in L.A., <laughs> but great idea. Right. That like, would have been a... a, a oh, that would have been mm, such a yeah. I would have kept that shit, though. No, that, that bag is cute. The bag is cute as hell. But I'm sitting here looking at it right now, sitting on my fucking chair. Just you don't even want to use it. Me. No, I, I definitely uh, still going. That's going. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, but the combo went on and on and on in person. We were talking in circles, talking about a bunch of shit. It didn't make any fucking sense. It was just go- it was just getting so petty. And then I was just like, we're fucking done. In the whisper, because I was so finished. I was like, we're done. We're done. Wait, are you going to tell your mom the story, too? Oh, I told my mom, too. What was her reaction? She really likes him, so she's like, oh, how are you feeling? It's just... The first thing she said was, y'all just can't get it together. And I'm like, no, 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 that's not the point. <laughs> missed it. You missed the point. The point is, the person has issues. <laughs> it's nothing to do with me. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Oh, God. I did so all my business. But let this be a learning lesson. <laughs> um, I feel like there's actually several things to discuss within this. It's like, one, 
what are dudes supposed to expect for fucking Valentine's Day? Mm. And then overall, just le- life lessons to don't ever be able to do that comes at your pockets. Because mm-hmm. he also said to me, never like um, we started to throw like little digs and he told me that he's thriving without his parents. And I'm like, oh, so you feel a way about the relationship I have with my parents or the support that you think my parents give me because you don't know shit about what they do for me. Mm-hmm. I fucking work my fucking ass off. He's like, so to, so to, don't come at my money. Don't talk about my relationship with my family. Three, he was like, you only come to LA when you get flown out here for work. Like, when do you make moves to come here for me? Blah, 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 blah. Again, I'm like, I don't have no money to just be flying to and from LA. Are you flying me out? Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so didn't he come once? The delusions? I'm about to say, the delusions. Like, he came one time after three motherfucking years. How many fucking times you been there? Non-stop. I, the other day, I just found a, a ticket stub to L.A. from, like, a year ago. I'm just, like, always finding them. I'm like, should I be there all the fucking time? All hey, the time. did you tell him this? Or, like, in the moment, was it so shocking that you didn't even, like, say, you only came once, I've come yes. so many times? And okay. he just was like, <gasps> Like fucking couldn't hear it, like losing it, like literally having a spasm or something. Like I, I don't know. I came into her room, and they were like still beefing. At this point, like we were very drunk. Like we went yeah, to warehouse to have drinks after, and you came in the room, and cool because I was like, "You're not sleeping alone." Oh <laughs> my gosh, you I, did do that. One because no. I didn't want her to be like sad, and two because I was like, "This bitch gonna be on her phone being stupid." So let me, I gotta monitor her. <laughs> That's, oh, that's so nice. <laughs> so I was like, you're not sleeping alone. So I like went and I changed and then I came in um, and like my PJs and I was like, okay. And then I just hear like, I don't know what he was saying. I'm making this up. Just like, whatever, blah, 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 blah. Click. He hung up on her. Crazy. Mm-mm-mm. That I could, that like grinds my gears. Like that really bothers me because it's like so, so rude. Like. I'm literally what we're talking I'm a hangover. <laughs> what? No. I've been told that that's like me, the rudest like, thing you could ever do. For me, it's like, would you rather me like get really mean or like just exit the conversation? I won't just hang up. I'll be like, I'm. I need to like. I need a moment. Like, I, I gotta go. Okay, and, that's fair. That's fair. I need a moment. I gotta go. But this was like, from what I recall, it sounded like Glenn was like, okay, I don't. I'm trying to figure out like how this escalated. Like you were just like, talking and you're like, hello, mm-hmm. hello. And he just. Well, I don't even remember this. He's actually. just like shouting. <sighs> out. He's mm-hmm. shouting at her. Like it's loud. She has him on speaker and it's fucking loud. And then she's just like, but, but, you know, like, and he's like, no, click. What? I'm literally. And I was like, wow. I'm like, I also bad, find it strange amused. coming from a man. Yeah. All of it. My friend was like. <laughs> Is, is he one of the girls? Because he really moves like one of the girls. The <laughs> way your friend said that. Yes. One of, like, my gay friends was like, he moves like one of the girls. I've always said he moved like one of the girls. Did the whole that. shit is just, lit- I feel like, it's so, it's it's miraculous to me how, like, unbothered I am by it. Like, I, I find it, like, really funny. It's not funny because it's, like, really, like, violent and um, abusive. But mm. 
I just find like the the dramatics and the antics behind it like so ridiculous. Like he was clutching a chicken sandwich the whole time we were beefing at the party. <laughs> it was a pita, a chicken pita sandwich. Okay, I can picture him doing that. And like the king ah, hat, like getting all crazy, clutching a sandwich, and then walking backwards when I said we're done and saying you're gonna regret this. And me, when I told my dad that he said you're gonna regret he this, he said walking me and my dad backwards. Both started rolling, chicken. laughing. He was like, regret what? <laughs> oh my god this shit is hilarious oh it's because it's really like yo you really fucking played yourself you played yourself you want to talk about you only come here to, to when you're on when you at a work like nigga i wish i'm over here looking for people that got jobs that get booked that i can fucking enjoy the benefits of their bookings right let a, a young man be booked in my city and be having rooms in wherever the fuck cute as hell and said, I put your name on the room. Go make yourself comfortable. I'll be back when I get home from work. Oh. Whatever. Fabulous. That's the kind of shit I was doing for this young man. Wet panties. Right? But like, but that's a, I think that that's another thing to be learned. It's like this insecurity that men have. He couldn't mm. be the person on the receiving end of those kind of benefits because mm. I'm his girl and I'm getting, I'm fucking booked. And he, then he tried to discredit all my bookings. He was like, you just be finessing these people to fly you out. Finessing. I'm providing a fucking service to them. Right. What are you talking about? <laughs> I've had, you know, my mad. friend yesterday was saying so much funny ass shit. He was like, but oh you know no, mm -mm. he's weak. That's a weak nigga. That's <laughs> yeah, that's like, that's that, it's nigga. just, all his insecurities just popped out and showed themselves. Mm -hmm. For me, what I would love is that you guys can just get to a place where you can converse and he can just be like, you know, apologize for whatever and y'all could just be in a good place. Y'all are not, it's, it's slow, like y'all are not. No, it's never gonna be a the thing. Puzzle pieces ain't coming together. Mm -hmm. But I hate having relationships that like have sour endings. I know. Like sour mm -hmm. sentiments. Cause I just feel like you did and probably still do like care for that person. So you don't want it to be like that. Exactly. That's how I feel, which is why I'm like, he's, he tried to end it being hella nasty. And I'm like, what? What? Is, that is just backwards. I would just never do you like that. When he was coming yeah. at me crazy, I had so many digs I could have taken. But right. I, I still, I love him and respect him. And I ultimately want the best. Like, I'm laughing, but I actually think he needs um, some assistance. Right. And like, all of these traits he's showing are just so fucking unhealthy and need to be like he just needs I think leave that help. alone yeah but so that so two things before we went out because I've been trying to figure out how I think we talked about this on the show before like trying to have a, a spiritual practice mm -hmm. so I've been trying to pray more and I prayed before I went out because something mm -hmm. inside of me told me I don't know I prayed for a positive evening which wow. is interesting that something inside of me told me that like some shit is about to pop off and i've been trying to look at me praying for positivity and like the positive thing was that i was able to walk away from him and i had a really funny fun time with my girls because after that shit popped off we were with um, my god sister and we were with friend of the podcast taylor and they were all just like what fuck out of here let's go mm -hmm. get drunk and it was just like a cute time um and the next day I just woke up feeling mad refreshed and I've been feeling more refreshed and refreshed over and over. And I also feel like I've needed to like leave that situation and maybe it had to end 
like that for me to walk away and feel good about it or like not feel tempted to return mm. you know yeah because it's like so fucking negative right. i don't even want to hit him up partially because i'm like afraid i'm like what the fuck kind of more psycho shit is he gonna say to me and just i'm not interested it's just nasty yeah, so, yeah. don't subject yourself it's to just that. nasty it's just nasty <laughs> and i still got two other niggas oh maybe not really two but definitely one and one that i want um, I need to text this young man right now. <laughs> Set it up, sis. I told you I like that other young man. I know we like him. I went on a Wait, date like photographer? two weeks ago. Yes. Mm-hmm. He's really we all nice. We can pray together. I know. <laughs> wow. But yeah, that niggas is are stupid. <laughs> it's just, it's just, I. Mm. I, I don't have a what would you do, so. You know what I mean, that is? That's like, could be it's it. like, like a self-sabotage or like a. Yeah, mm. completely. Mm. But like not saying that at all for you to feel bad because also, sorry, like at a certain age, you need to like fix yourself or at least try. Sure. Yeah. Okay, I actually have a, I have a question. Mm-hmm. Because. In a way, Glenn and I have always joked that our, like, relationships experiences were paral- paralleling one another. Like, even down to, like, our dudes have the same initials. It's mm-hmm. fucking, it's weird. Well, not Oh, initials, oh, yeah. But, like, uh-huh. you know, first, last name. And very similar sounding last names. It's fucking mm-hmm. true. Mm-hmm. But anyways, um, I feel like with you, it was, you know trying always trying and giving this person like benefit of the doubt and giving them time and like you want to give your partner time and like you know we were joking about like the going back thing and the dutty panties Mm -hmm. but it's like (laughs) yes there's there's that opportunity for people to grow and like people always say don't fall in love with potential but there is always Mm -hmm. you know that happens that happens Mm -hmm. very often like Almost like when is enough enough? Like when can you no longer deal with it? And I don't want, and not to an extreme of like the person show they whole ass because like that's what homeboy did. Mm-hmm. But like, is there ever a point where it's just like, all right, I, like this is not, you might be great in like 10 years and I can't do it. Or like you might be great in five months, but I can't do it. Oh my God. We should have our, I mean, I don't know how you feel, Shadi, but I feel like we should have our big sisters on. Because, like, I talk about this kind of stuff with Tracy, and it's so interesting, like, hearing our conversations versus, like, when you've gone through so much. Mm-hmm. Like, right. everyone has a breaking point, Glenn. That was probably your breaking point. And, yes. Like, great. Now you know. Like, I don't know. I know. It's weird, though, because even in all of... Like, I, I had seen evidence of that kind of behavior pop up here and there. And it'd be like, hmm, interesting. And like mm-hmm. maybe I should just take more note of that because alongside all the potential that I saw, there still were those moments of like, hmm. And I and I also wanna I mean because recently he had been really being like super great. I don't know. This shit's crazy. I just And it's also friend. like I feel like in a relationship it's complicated because you you do have to go into a relationship, in my opinion, knowing that you are two different people. You were raised differently. Mm-hmm. There's going to be some level of compromise because 
you're not the same human, right? You think right. different. Um, but like, you can bend, 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 but like, you can't break yourself for someone else. No, it's so true. Yeah. I'm still sitting here trying to understand like what this beef was because he told me ultimately that he just wanted me to show him love in bigger ways or that I wasn't, he said I was treating him the same way that I had when we first started dating or talking and nothing had changed. Which I'm but like, like practice said, what you preach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, what I would say to this point is you even said like there were things that he said that you were like, yes, valid. Let's talk about it. Right. Let's get into it. Oh yeah. He said I treated him like a convenience. Hmm. It's like interesting. And you feel like you did? I mean, I didn't prioritize him all the way, which is also like, why would I? Right, you're not, yeah, you're a young woman. But yeah, like, let's talk about it. You're a young woman. And I just wanted to talk about a lot of things, and like, it was, the communication just wasn't, not, it was not right. But, um, sorry, I I, I have to admit, I was like, kind of in my thoughts, because I went back to this, after telling the story, I was like, sitting here trying to think about, like, what the fuck was that? And I feel bad, like, I don't know if I should feel bad, but, like, just telling it so much from my side, because I have no idea how he pro- he's processing it on his, and it's even crazy that I'm even thinking about I was gonna say, protecting you're, him you're... or that he's processing it in any kind of way that would make sense for him. Mm-hmm. But like, like, that is, a, yeah. like, a testament to, like, your level of empathy, like... Absolutely. Yeah. I think that's you know. super valid, too, though, like, to take a minute to do that. Something that I took away from my situation, because um, my person, <laughs> I don't to call this person, my person, whatever, um, expressed feeling a lot of like guilt around our, just everything. And for me, it was like, that's like, that's old news, like it's dead and gone. Like, I want us to learn from what happened and like move forward, but I don't want there to be like guilt associated because my biggest thing is like, we both handled the situations in the best way we knew how to with like what we had and like mm-hmm. grew from that and and would hopefully not repeat those same mistakes. So it's like, while yes, he's showing his ass, I feel like in that moment, yes, it was a poor way that he handled the decision. Mm-hmm. At the core of it though, if he really like has like resentment towards you or like there's jealousy or some type of like rage or negativity, then like that's one thing that he needs to figure out. Right. Like I keep saying this root cause analysis. Like what why? Like wh- how yes. did we get here? And like yes. breaking that down. Because right. that's what I would want to understand and say not that you're gonna get back with him, but like can you move past that? Right, because it's not about a Valentine's Day gift. Then that's a problem. Like the way the person reacted, I understand that people get brash in certain scenarios. Like no one should ever put their hands on you or really raise their voice to you. I didn't really like that, Mm -hmm. but sometimes you know shit happens. But it's like, how can can you move forward from that? I don't know because to me it seems that like underlying there's this weird like jealousy thing which is not but that's something you can't get past unless that person does a lot of work and then like yeah there you know there's no potential around i don't know i, I also think yeah, you have to look at like me. like like the pros and cons like or if this is even mm-hmm. worth your time investment mm-hmm. yeah or your energy like completely 
is it that serious to like fix this person no i don't know i mean and i had initially said like we had had conversations like yeah you have some work to do you have places things that you want to accomplish that you haven't done yet and i was just like i'm down to be there with with you while you, while you do those things and support you however i can but like maybe you to really understand what you're getting into when you sign on to be somebody's like ride or die basically can you fix someone though like do people no. think that that's possible okay i think you can um i think if someone wants to be fixed, I don't know if fix is the right word, but like if someone's like, yeah. wow, I recognize X, Y, and Z are things that I really need to work on and you can help support that support. growth. Yeah. But like if they're not even open to understanding their flaws and like what they're adding to this negativity, then it becomes like super hard. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this is exciting though. In a weird way, this is like so refreshing fucking because... Free. It's a like you're able to reflect and like take all of this and move forward. It's like that I think is the best part. Yeah, and I think we've had all these conversations recently on the show about different kinds of relationship styles. And I was just like, yeah, Polly, yeah. Nah. And Shade had said to me actually, she was like, girl, you just want to be single. Just, you want to be single. And I was like liking. I liked when he was here and we had this sort of like, it, it was kind of just seeing like, what would it feel like if we were really in a relationship and living in the, in the same city? But I was realizing how hard it is to like, still do all the things that I need to do and have another person in my space. Unless that person is equally like, busy and grinding and shit. Mm-hmm. Which is how I found, found that like, this other person I'm seeing, it works so well. Cause we just understand where each other and where what we can what we have space to give. Mm. So yeah. Damn, That's I feel like that was that. a whole ass therapy session. I know, kind of. Right? I got therapy next week, and I was after that whole situation. I was like, fuck, because the last time I went to see her, I was like, yeah, everything's like really good. He came; it was so nice. But you know, I've still been telling my other guy. Blah, blah, blah. I was like, I think I don't have to see you for like another month. I think I'm good. (laughs) Fuck. She's going to be like, girl. Right? I was like, shit, should I call her for an emergency session? God damn. I would love to see, like, I haven't seen my therapist. I I can't. It's over. I can't afford her right now. And it's just like, I don't know. It was good. It was good for what it was when we had it. But it'd be so interesting to go back to her now. Like, well, girl, hey. (laughs) Still, uh, life update. Dutty panties. (laughs) Don't do that. Don't do that. Yeah. (laughs) Nah. um, (laughs) Damn. But that's, that's that on that, y'all. Um, I have a, that's that on that. A black girl doing shit. Okay. Um, there's this twerk, like, workout class actually based in Oakland called Free the Cheeks. Have you heard of this, Shade? I have not. I'm not familiar with Free the Cheeks. Free the Cheeks. Some of your friends are in here following them, of course. It just looks so lit. You know, when speaking about feeling refreshed and empowered, I'm looking at these videos of these ladies like, damn, I want to go to one of these classes. And they call it like a way of healing, the ways that they twerk. And it just looks mad lit. Like, actually, I'm going to be in Oakland in a couple of weeks, and I'm trying to go. 
So check out free.the.cheeks on Instagram. And if you're in Oakland, you should go through for a class. All their things says we heal different. Yeah. Twerk church praise pussy. Church. Yes. <laughs> it looks so popping. Oh, uh, this is dope. Okay, I have a what would you do? Oh, okay. Oh, I actually have to hop off, y'all. Oh. I have an All appointment right. in the city at 210. Okay. Okay. Bye. Time minutes. I'm trying to be late. I'm gonna be late but, anyway. But all right. Um. Or I can cut this part out, and y'all could keep going. No, or, it's fine. It's fine. Right. I was gonna say, what would you do if he called you tomorrow? Ooh. Oh well, the young man is blocked. Oh yeah. And okay. Deleted. Well, that's what she would do. <laughs> thank you. Next. Next. Okay. Thank you for listening. Follow us on Black Girls Texting on Instagram. And go to blackgirlstexting.com and donate. Yeah. Yes. Notice that my Wi-Fi wasn't fucking up no more. They don't got to be donate to Glenn's Wi-Fi funds. Yes. Thank you for the funds, guys. Ah! I'm deceased. Goodbye. Bitch, I'm fucking dead. (laughs) Bye. Bye.